Welcome back, our twisted little friends. You are listening to Murder Maidens, a podcast dedicated to discussing crimes committed by women. Your hosts are Monica, Robin, Sandy. So we haven't been around for a little while. I'm sure you're all like jonesing for your fix <laughs> of us. So I'm today, sure that's exactly what they're jonesing for. Yeah. <laughs> So today's host is going to be Monica. Yep. All right. <sighs> so I saw a documentary on Netflix. Okay. And I almost turned it off within the first five minutes. Oh, I think I know what this is. This is how bad this is. I almost the documentary? Did it, the documentary, yeah. I feel like I don't know because I, I don't have never seen documentary. I almost turned off in the first five. Minutes. Yeah, I saw. I was like, "This is too much," and I almost shut it off. But I made it all the way through. Now I want to see this. So, yep, I'll I'll talk about it at the end. So today I'm covering Pearl Fernandez. Oh God, I knew it. Yeah. Oh wait, the Gabriel, oh, wait, 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 wait. Gabriel Hernandez. Yeah. Fernandez, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 With yeah. The little yeah. boy. Yeah. Yes, little I boy. see. I seen this. I seen oh. this. It was no. Don't get me wrong. Like I didn't turn it off. I'm not like a cold heartless bitch. But it was very. It very was. Sad. It was, so was rough. Like the whole thing. I was like, are these people fucking stupid? Exactly. Like, the whole. The whole I was thing. so angry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. I was cursing at the TV. I'm like, are you fucking kidding oh, me? Oh my god. Social services. I was just like. Oh my god. I was so. I was angry. just like. I cannot with you. Jim, Jim watched that one with me, and he was like, I mean, saved. He was like outraged, and he was just like, but then he was like, how do you watch this? Like multiple yeah. shows about stuff like this. And the, like, the first, the first five minutes is very rough. like, and, uh, but, and they, I mean, they it, gets, show... it goes back and forth, but like, yeah. it's just so enraging, and like, the details are so rough, and. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. So I'm going to talk about the mother and then, like, some other stuff, like, surrounding the trial, like, what went on and everything like that. So. For sure. <clears throat> Pearl Cynthia Fernandez was born August 29th, 1983. So she's our age. Well, my age. You guys are close. But, like, you know, she's. Well, aren't you born, like, 84? 84, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's around our age. Well, yours. Whatever. Yeah, we're not old bitches like you. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so her parents were Robert and Sandra Fernandez. Now, growing up, she was in a very unstable household. Her father was in and out of jail. And her mother would physically abuse her. Pearl, uh, uh, Pearl began drinking and using methamphetamines... At the age of nine. Nine years old. That's yeah. old. That's yes. hardcore, bro. That is hardcore. And that's not even just like, like, she's going into the hard stuff immediately. I know. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, we've all and taken sips of alcohol at a young age. Oh, yeah, But, yeah, like, yeah. she's into that. That hard. Did you know that they actually prescribe, like, a form of methamphetamine for, like, ADHD? Really? Yes. Oh, you know what? I think so. Yeah. 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 I'm like, that's crazy. No. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Because I think, like, 
Rob said, like, basically his ADH medicine's like meth. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know what? I think Eyes Amanda is the same thing. She calls it her meth. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe it just like helps him really. I don't know. I'm not, I've never tried his medicine and I've never tried meth, so I can't compare <laughs> right. and contrast. Look. Look, I've seen the meth heads on the Av, and they yeah. are not focusing on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she also ran away from home at the age of 11. Mm-hmm. So she dropped out of school in eighth grade. Pearl claimed that as a teenager, her uncle attempted to rape her. And she also claimed that she was held hostage by a group of men who took turn raping her over a period of several days. Jesus. Oh, yeah. And then later, while she was recovering in the hospital, that's when she started having, like, suicidal thoughts. Uh, She claimed she was abused by multiple of her romantic partners, but her aunt, Elizabeth Carranza, claims that Pearl was actually the one who was abusive and controlling in the relationships. And she even had pending um, charges for threatening to stab her partner, Arnold Contreras, who is actually the father of all three of her children. Now, in 2003, she gave birth to a son, Ezekiel, and then a daughter, Virginia, about two years later. When she became pregnant with her third and final child, there were reports that she wanted to abort the pregnancy, but then a family member actually talked her out of it. So February 20th, 2005... Gabriel Fernandez was born. Just three days after he was born, Pearl abandoned Gabriel in the hospital, and she called her uncle to pick up the baby. So Gabriel was left in the custody of Michael Lemus Carranza, which which would be uh, Gabriel's great-uncle on the mother's side, and his partner, David Martinez. They gave Gabriel a happy, loving home for four years. Until 2009, when he was moved to his grandparents, because Gabriel's grandfather objected, him, objected to him being raised by Michael because he was a homosexual. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, so, literally, the kid had the best life. It was the best possible mm-hmm. situation, and because he was gay, he felt that he wasn't fit to raise Gabriel. That's baloney and cheese. <clears throat> So he did live with his grandparents until 2012 and then was somehow given custody to his mother and her boyfriend, Iswaro Agare. How? No one knows. So Iswaro Agare, a.k.a. Tony, was born June 13, 1980. He dropped out of school. He worked as a caregiver and a driver at the Woodland Park Retirement Hotel. That's just trying to make it fancy for, like, an old age home. Mm-hmm. His former boss at the retirement home, Susan Weisbarth, said that he was quiet, down-to-earth, always willing to help, and just a really nice guy. Um, and that throughout the three years that he was working there, um, he was loving, and the patients uh, loved him, and he would even change the diapers of the residents. And in October of 2012, Tony began working in AVL private security, working as like a security guard at the Varta Market in Palmdale, California. So when Gabriel was put back into Pearl's custody in 2012, her family expressed concerns for Gabriel's welfare and well-being. 
due to her being neglectful towards her other two children. So Iswaro also had a daughter as well. So there was four of them in the household. Um, and basically they were saying that the only reason why Pearl wanted custody of him was for the welfare benefits. Oh. Of course. Yeah. Um, and in fact, in 2003, Pearl was investigated by county social workers for allegations of se uh, severe neglect. She was involved in a car accident where her son Ezekiel, remember he was born in 2003, had a severe hand injury because he was not restrained in a car seat. Later that year, a relative called social services again, claiming that Pearl was beating Ezekiel. But social services dropped the case, claiming that there was no evidence. In 2007, Social services were called again because she was not feeding her daughter and threatened to break her jaw when she cried. How many So she's an upstanding mother. It's, can't so, even. it's so crazy. Like, how many times do you have to get calls? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, oh I wait, know. Wait, but wait to hear this. <sighs> so Pearl was convicted of using a weapon in a reckless manner and sentenced to two weeks in jail in Texas. Yet, Pearl was still able to take custody of Gabriel. When um, she said she wanted custody because she was concerned how her relatives were treating him. So during his eight-month stay with Pearl and Tony, Gabriel was severely abused and tortured. Gabriel attended first grade at Summer Wind Elementary School. His teacher, Jennifer Garcia, described Gabriel as a kind child who enjoyed attending school. In the months leading up to his death, Gabriel showed his injuries or reported them, um, like the severe abuse to multiple people, including family members, his teachers, and a security guard. This, reported, this resulted in multiple calls uh, to DCFS with no results. In fact, from 2003 to 2012, over 60 complaints were filed against Pearl. And yet, what state is this again? California. California. 60. And yet 60, 60, but yet she was able to keep custody of her children. In freaking New Jersey, you get one complaint and they're fucking knocking yeah, on it's your door. That's like, what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. That, it's sickening. That's just ridiculous, you Yeah. Know. There were, they opened eight investigations by LA County CPS and also uh, DCFS, but both agencies claimed that all complaints were unfounded. But they never went to check it. They, they, they did. They, a couple times I, they yeah, did. but they but, never actually went in the thing. Yeah, they just took her word for yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. That's not investigating yeah. shit. So when Gabriel started showing up with bruises on his face and hands to school, his teacher questioned him and he stated his mother was beating him with a belt buckle and asked if it was normal to bleed. So his teacher, Jennifer, later, uh, was later um, like called and told a social worker and Stephanie Rodriguez was assigned to the case. Over the next several months, Jennifer reported Gabriel um, coming to school with scratches and a busted lip, which Gabriel stated was from Pearl punching him. He showed it up. He showed up with a shaved head 
and scabs on his scalp from chunks of hair being pulled out. I've seen that picture. That yeah. was it's horrible. devastating. Jennifer, again, called the social worker. Another incident, Gabriel showed up with a swollen face with red dots all over. When questioned again, he stated his mother shot him in the face with a BB gun. I wouldn't even let this kid go home anymore. I know. Yeah, if I like, was that did... teacher, yeah, I wouldn't have let him go home. No. I would have took him to the police and been yeah. like, you need to do something. I've called social... Like, she's a mandatory reporter, so she's yeah. calling social I mean, services. She's doing like, her job. She is do doing that. her job. And but at that point, like, if you're telling me, like, if nothing was being done and you're saying all this stuff, you need to go to the police yeah. at that point. You need to take that boy... And it's escalating. Where call, well, yes. she he, she can't take the kid out of the school, but I would have called the cops and had him. Yeah, come I would have not the kid because it's it's escalating. You know, it's just getting worse. Like what? Yeah. It, it, I mean, really, we know what's next, but like, what is next? Yeah. Yeah, well, I and I, I mean, I she even she even got to the point where she said she got scared about calling because every time she called, like his condition got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Uh, So again, his social worker was called. Gabriel later retracted his statement when he was questioned with his mother present. Oh, of course. Yeah. His mother's excuse that he was shot by a kid in the projects. Oh, my God. So, but you didn't take him to the hospital. You didn't take him to get checked out. On March 26, 2012, Gabriel's therapist filed a report that Gabriel claimed to have been forced to perform oral sex on a relative. Oh, my God. God. Again, he was interviewed with his mother present and changed his story. Oh, my. Like, I feel so sick to my stomach. I know. I told you, it's it's kind of rough. Yeah, I would have. I would have took that boy and I would have ran away. (laughs) <laughs> I would have been like, let's go. Come on, get your little banana. We'll put your snacks banana- in it. <laughs> wait, wait, We're running the away. Ba- Where did the banana come from? I said bandana. Oh, bandana. That is, that is racial. <laughs> I thought she said banana. I thought Spanish, she said banana, banana too. <laughs> no, I meant, Jesus Christ, Monica. I meant the bandana on the edge of the stick. For a hitchhiker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like when you're running away, <laughs> band- I didn't say it was like a in a, a gang member. Or <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's a kid. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. I needed that to to break this I off. Know. I know to break the ice a little bit. Oh, <sighs> oh more's right. more's coming. Gabriel missed 13 days of school. When he finally did return, his teacher said his condition worsened. She again called his social worker, and the call was never returned. I have At to, this uh, point, clearly you need to call somebody other than the social worker. I mean, can call you a imagine different social worker. after call. 13 days what she was even just thinking? I know. It's, it's ridiculous. So... Gabriel's great aunt Elizabeth Carraza and her husband called social services three times and talked to the sheriff twice regarding his welfare. Yes, regarding his welfare and safety. One month prior to his death, a security guard 
Arturo Miranda Martinez at the LA County Welfare Office noticed Gabriel's condition. He told his supervisor and was told that it is none of his business and to just let it go. He went behind his supervisor's back, risking his job, and called 911 good, to report the abuse. Good. I don't, I don't get how you're being told you have this kid who's clearly in trouble, and it's yeah. none of your business. Yeah. Like, oh my god. A week before his death, the school asked a sheriff, a sheriff deputy, to investigate. The, office went, the officer went to the address he was given and was told that there was no one there by that name. So you know he went to the right address, talked to Pearl, and she's like, oh, no, there's no one here. Yeah. Like, you didn't, you didn't ask for any kind of identification. Nothing. Do yeah, especially just for walk like through that. the house. Yeah, yeah. He was later able to reach Pearl by phone, and what? she claimed... That Gabriel moved to Texas with his grandmother, and he bought the story, and it was never further investigated. It's a welfare check. You yeah. should be going into the house. Yeah, like, check it. Yes. Laying eyes on the person. Oh, my God. <sighs> All right, y'all. You ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On May 22nd, 2013... Pearl Fernandez called 911, reporting that Gabriel was not breathing. She was instructed to start CPR until responders arrived. When first responders arrived, they, fell, they found Gabriel on the ground naked with severe injuries and Pearl claiming that he fell and hit his head on a dresser. Without any dang clothes on? Yeah. And Tony made a comment about him being gay, which had no relevance to anything at all. How? He's freaking eight years old. He's, yeah. Like, I know, you know, you don't, you're, you barely you don't know look yourself. at the opposite sex, I feel, until, like, you hit puberty anyway. don't really notice them in that way. Yeah. So it's like, he's eight. Mm -hmm. he, like, I mean, it didn't. It wouldn't matter if he was or wasn't. It's just, yeah. like, that's just retarded. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> like, I can't even. I can't even. All right. So paramedics found him with a fractured skull, three broken ribs, teeth bashed in from a baseball bat, and injuries to his lung and his groin from a BB gun. He was rushed to the hospital where he was declared brain dead and died two days later on May 24th, 2013, at Children's Hospital in Los Angeles at the age of eight. <laughs> the official autopsy declared he died of blood force trauma along with neglect and malnutrition. On May 23rd, Pearl Fernando and Isuaro Aguare were arrested. Initially, Pearl was arrested for felony child endangerment and Tony for attempted murder. But when Gabriel passed away, they were both charged with first-degree murder with special circumstances of torture, and prosecutors were seeking the death penalty. Yes. As they should. Yes. <sighs> how do you do that? Like, okay, first off, I don't understand how people do that to children in the first place, yeah. but your own freaking mm -hmm. kid... Like, come on now. And 
Like, you had that kid. Like, ugh. I can't. Oh, you could come up with a better excuse. Like, oh, he just banged in the thing. But what happened to all the BB guns? Yeah. And all the, bur- yeah. like, all that. Did you really think you were going to get away with it? Like, he was shot with a BB gun. He has, like, scratches and cuts and burns and everything like that. And, And, like, you can tell. And why is he naked? Why is he naked on the floor? And, like, by x-ray, you can tell the age of fractures. So you can see that he has, like, probably multiple fractures that are, like, healing. Oh, definitely. Or, like, not fully healed. Like, they're old. They're not. Listen. Right away. Anybody out there. If you are pregnant and you're about to have a kid and you don't feel like you're a mom or you have a toddler or something, you just don't feel like a mom, there are plenty of people who would take your kid. Yeah. Like, there are free. I will take your kid. (laughs) Write me an email. I will come pick him up. Just like. (laughs) The the safe haven law, you have 30 days. You can drop your child at a police station or a fire station or a hospital, no questions asked within the first 30 30 days. days. Yeah, you can and just drop them off. If you can't handle it, you have family out there. Yeah. You have friends. Like, go to somebody. I mean, Trust or, me, raising like, kids is go, a struggle. But, like, if you don't want to be a mom, then don't I mean, go see your child to that. Yeah. Give them to someone who helped him. He had someone who cared for him and loved yes. him, and you took him away because he was gay, which is clearly where this whole thing came from because yeah. he was being raised by the gay, what were they, uncles? Uncle. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was Gabriel's un- great uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were gay. That's where this, you know, All started. Yeah. Yeah. Because God, he lived with them. And it's like, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. So please, if you just, if, if you know somebody who's just not taking care of their kid, just please, we, we don't want another situation like this. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so, I'm so mad. <laughs> No, it is. It's infuriating and sickening. Like, I think this is even tougher than, was it your, Sandy, your case or Robin's case? Because at least there weren't all these reports being made. The girl with, uh, what's her name, Sylvia or something like that? Oh, Robins. Sylvia Lycan. Yeah. yeah. Robins, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like. I mean, there was multiple chances for this kid to get help. Yeah, he was yeah, asking yeah. for help. Yeah, he yeah, and they, nobody helped for him. Help, and nobody helped. Well, people were help, trying to help him. And but clearly the state wasn't doing yeah, their social job. Social services found this. Yeah. During <sighs> the search of Pearl and Tony's apartment, there was said to be traces of blood everywhere. They brought in a forensics blood spatter analyst, and they came with these red stickers to, like, label the areas where they saw blood. There was so much blood over the apartment that they ran out of red stickers and had to switch to yellow. And there was also st- uh, blood down the drain. So oh, they yeah, were trying because... to clean up. Yeah. Well, it's not only to... are they trying to clean up, I'm sure there's old blood from old injuries. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. like, the whole apartment was probably. Yeah, bad. yeah, that's what it was. There was, like, blood, yeah. like, splattered all over the place. So now, there was other kids in the house, too. Were any of them ever injured or anything no. to this extent? Nope. So they targeted Gabriel. They targeted Gabriel. Yeah. That's usually how it is. Yeah. So Azuaro pled not guilty, and the case was prosecuted by Deputy District Attorney John Hamad ha- Hatami and Deputy District Attorney Scott Yang. Jury selection began September 17th with seven women and five men on the jury. Jurors were given details pertaining to the abuse uh, that Gabriel went through in the months leading up to his death. 
Prosecutor John Hatami called Aguari pure evil and stated that he deserved a death penalty, even though it doesn't even compare to what he did to Gabriel. It doesn't. Like no. You literally, the death penalty, you go sit on a table, they go and put a needle in your arm. Yeah. You go and go to sleep and never wake up. Yeah. yeah. Like. It does not. It's not, yeah. You know, guillotine. <laughs> no. Bring it back. <laughs> Special um, circumstances. Or they should let him get beat up every day. Oh, every he, I'm day. sure he's going to you know get I mean? beat up every day when he Shot goes well, to jail. Guns. Now, when he goes to jail, they find out he's a kitty killer. Ooh. That's who they don't So, while defen defense attorney John Allen argued that he was considered to be kind and compassionate while he was employed at the retirement home and never committed a crime until meeting Pearl. Which it might be true. I yes. Mean, women, are, women, yeah, do. They, got, they get you. Cloud your mind. And the rest will follow. <laughs> so, while in the household... Here we go. Gabriel was subjected to torture, including regular beatings, which caused broken bones, burns on various parts of his body, shot in his body, face, and groin with a BB gun, forced to wear female clothing, locked in a small cupboard that was handcuffed shut every night and sometimes during the day. He was also gagged. Um, he would be bound by the ankles and a sock shoved in his mouth to keep him quiet. He was pepper sprayed, burned with cigarettes, given cold baths, forced to eat, eat spoiled or expired food, and then was forced to eat his vomit if he threw up. If he didn't clean the kitty litter box correctly, he was forced to eat it, and there was litter and cat feces in his stomach during the autopsy. According to his siblings, Pearl and Tony would laugh while they were torturing him. It was reported Gabriel was tortured because they believed he was homosexual. The abuse did not extend to his brother or sister. People are sick. This, this is like this. This is the worst. This, like, this is the worst case that we've done. Yeah. This really is. Because, like, I'm, like, want to either cry or commit murder <laughs> I, I want to go up and just give my kid a hug and a kiss i know I right know. Yeah. yeah like i like it just i don't know it makes you appreciate like the your own kids i know even, even when they are little Hel asses. Hell spawn. Hell spawn, but, but you know what i mean yeah it's just it's i literally want to to run these people over oh, with a car I multiple know. times <laughs> I got now, a this BB is gun. I want to is... go target practice. <laughs> um, this is absolutely heartbreaking. Two weeks before his death, his teacher said he made a Mother's Day card and put how much he loved his mommy on it. That's always so how the... it is. I know. It's... Well, it's because kids can't comprehend. They think that they're doing something wrong uh -huh. to make mommy yeah. mad. Like, they think it's their fault yeah. that they're being treated this way. Yeah. They don't understand that it's not. And kids 
and they don't they also don't understand that other some people like kids will think oh well this is just the way it is yeah. for everybody and they don't realize that that's not how it is and that's not yeah. how it's supposed to be yeah. and kids will love unconditionally because you know what i mean it's, it's like parents. your mom yeah yeah like but like, like let's think about it like even with us like look at our mom when yeah. we were growing up i'm not saying we didn't we never loved her but when we were teenagers and younger yeah like it was we weren't up. yeah it was messed up and like yeah it was. but as we got older it obviously changed and now yeah. we like really then we like really loved her but yeah <laughs> you see what i'm saying like yeah but it's just love love wasn't it wasn't shown that way you know yeah. what i mean like it was it was very confusing growing up you know what i mean like we were all in different households you know we all shared the same mother but she wasn't always there you know what i mean so and it's a, like, makes us our mom if it make us feel like, nah, I don't love her yeah. anymore. And so when kids are subjected to abuse and stuff, mm -hmm. like, they don't know any different. Like, they think, like, they did something wrong or maybe, you know, this is how mommy shows me she loves yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, I don't, you don't know what they're telling that kid in his head, you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, on, so like, honestly, like, honestly, like, with, like, our situation with mommy, like, I never knew how she felt until my wedding day because she pulled me aside and I remember her saying to me, she's like, I don't want you to ever think because I gave you up, I didn't love you. She said, I gave you up because I love you and I knew I couldn't take care of you. Which and is like the that, right thing to do. Like she yeah. knew she wasn't meant to be a mom at that age and she gave you to your dad your grandparents she gave mm -hmm. me and sandy to mike Brittany to mark like she yeah. knew that that wasn't and then when she was you know i'll be honest with you i think that amaris would have gone to fred if she could have i mean she should have i mean no she tried no, i know and he said nah dog but, but <laughs> that's a no for me <laughs> But I don't think Fred was a lot better than her anyway. Oh, no, he's I definitely not. I mean, but, but look so, what happened to but at the least, one that at least she maybe, fully raised. At least maybe we'll, we wouldn't have had to deal with her Yeah, if she was with Fred. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then by the time she got older and more mature, she had Thomas. And you see yeah. how she treated Thomas. Yeah. She was a good mom to Thomas, you know? So, I mean, and I she think definitely... she tried really hard with Amaris. I just don't think she was ready, even at that no. age, to be a mom. So, she, that's how that freaking apple. Well, you figure she had, like, well. five kids by the time she was 24. Like, yeah, so. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> All right, palate cleanser over. All right. All right. So, jury deliberation began November 14th, 2017. The next day, the jury found Iswaro guilty of first-degree murder yes. and guilty of circumstances of torture. December 11th, 2017, sentencing, um, sentencing deliberation began. December 13th, the jury recommended the death penalty and was accepted by Judge George D. Lomelli. Good job, oh, Judge. So... He is currently being held at San Quentin State Prison 
and his execution date has yet to be announced. Oh, so he is as they announce that bad boy, we're going to cover him yeah. on last meals. Yes. <laughs> so he, uh, it's he probably is on death like row. 10 years because, oh, you know, they it's have not a appeals. Yeah. You so, know that like our country keeps people on death row for, I think, like longer than any other country. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, other people get death row and they're like, okay, got two days, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Your affairs in order. Okay. You're a death row. Go out back. <laughs> send, send a guy with a gun out there. <laughs> Well, that's why, like, I was surprised. So, like, you figure, like, even, like, so the state of Pennsylvania. The state of Pennsylvania, since the death penalty was reinstated in 1974, has only executed three people. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like, a hundred and something people on death row. Yeah. Like, so. Like, a part of me is, like, why are we paying to keep them around? Because it's expensive. To it keep is. Them. I think, what is it? Death row inmates. What, it's like, like a eighteen thousand dollars a year. Or oh no, no no! It's more than that. It's like something like especially if they're elderly. I think the elderly people is like sixty sixty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so you have it's to not and, cheat. No. But then you also have like cases where, God forbid, like the guy uh, Damian Eccles who was on death row for all that time, and luckily, like DNA cleared him. Yeah. He luckily wasn't uh, executed. Executed because yeah. he was innocent but you know what i mean so it's like either it's a hard thing to try to go between this is why i don't do justice system well especially because like some states have outlawed the death penalty Mm -hmm. there are several states in in the united states that no longer do the death penalty so anyone who was on death row at the time just gets sent to gen pop yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. they just get put back in the regular population Um, and even, like, while, like, this whole trial, so you both saw the documentary, so while this, like, the trial was going on, they were able to talk to each other, and, like, they were flirting and talking about sexy stuff that they did, and when they get out, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, like. Is that the cemetery? Because that's where both their dumbass bodies are going to be. <laughs> but, like, Pearl yeah. is the it's most nasty. disgusting-looking person in the world. Like, not even just like just i mean just physically yeah she's hideous. she's a, she's a big girl but, but you her know. face it's so it's dra- her whole yeah. face is drawn on oh yeah it, you got it, a face on your well, that's, that's what happens when you when you do meth at the age of nine oh, so my god that's true that's true yeah. so she's just like has this hideous face yeah so Due to the fact that over the months Gabriel was in his mother's care, that there were multiple reports um, with signs of abuse and Gabriel was never removed from the home, this led to concerns that social services in L.A. County was not effective or efficient. And as a result, two social workers, Stephanie Rodriguez and Patricia Clement, and two of their supervisors, Kevin Baum and Gregory Merritt, were fired and charged with child abuse and falsifying public records, which could have sentenced them to 11 years in prison if convicted. Superior Court Judge Sergio C. Tapia II rejected the defense attorney's request to release them on their own recognizance, and bail was set at $100,000 each. And I believe they said, like, this was, like, the first case where they, like, arrested social workers and things like that for a child abuse case. Well, they deserve to be arrested. 
Now, let, don't get me wrong. I understand that the social work system is like overwhelmed. They don't have enough social workers. Oh, yeah. There are so many cases. You have one social worker trying to look after like a hundred dang kids. Yeah. Like I yeah. understand that, but like. If you're getting so 60 many complaints, like, well, that is at a point where you need to fucking get your head out of your goddamn Not head. only that, though, but I think Patricia, the one Patricia, she was the older lady in the documentary. Um, she changed the dates on her reports after the fact. Well, it was oh. after. So, it was even after the arrest. She yeah. made them come in and they all, like, falsified the reports. So it was the like reports, yeah. they were e they knew what they were doing even after, after they were just the fact, yeah. trying to cover yeah. their asses and just like they, flat they, out lie. They, they put everything and closed the file, like, a month before his death to say, like, oh, well, we had we, we weren't following him at the time of his death, mm -hmm. like, to try yeah. to get off the hook. Well, so. duh. They're trying to cover their own asses. Yeah. But I'm glad that they, well... I'm glad that they at least attempted to charge these people. Yeah. So according to district attorney's offices, D uh, DCFS opened a file on Gabriel October 31st, 2012, and man maintained one until his death. Prosecutors alleged the two uh, social workers falsified reports that should have documented signs of escalating physical abuse and the family's failure to take part in DCFS efforts. Prosecutors also argued that the supervisors knew or should have known that they were approving false reports that conflicted with evidence of the boy's deteriorating health allowing him to stay in the home. District Attorney Jackie Lacey said that the social workers and their supervisors had a legal duty to protect the child by minimizing the significance of the physical, mental, and emotional injuries that Gabriel suffered. These social workers allowed a vulnerable boy to remain at home and continue to be abused. We believe these social workers were criminally negligent and performed their legal duties with willful disregard for Gabriel's well-being and they should be held responsible for their actions. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. David Green, a social worker and union rep for the Southern California Public Service Workers, stated that what happened to Gabriel Fernandez um, was an unspeakable tragedy. It exposed problems in the child welfare system that led to important reforms like better training and mentoring and the reduction of caseloads. So social workers are trying to juggle protecting up to 60 children at once. It's these systemic reforms and not scapegoating individuals that will keep children safe. Now, California's second district court of appeals ruled that there was lack for probable cause and ultimately the charges against the social workers and supervisors were dismissed. In January 2020, prosecutors made an attempt to get a rehearing, but eventually decided to drop the charges. Now, additionally, nine sheriff's deputies were internally disciplined for not properly investigating the abuse. So, like, this is, like, a big thing. Like, this, there's a lot of people who dropped the ball. Like, oh, yeah. It wasn't just one person. It's not just one yeah. person. Because you have... Um, you have DCS, uh, DC, uh, DCFS and you have CPS. So both agencies had files on Gabriel. You have the deputies and the sheriffs that like 
every this wasn't a secret like everyone knew you had family members neighbors teachers like everyone's reporting this and nothing happened i mean i can understand sometimes you get like a report and it's like an angry ex or That's a vindictive like, neighbor but when you have 60 there is no way by multiple that, people yeah. yes that's so, what I said. If it was one person constantly making reports, okay, that's fine. Like maybe they have something against you, but that many it's her own family don't... members, yeah, teachers, and you yes. can see the yes. abuse on him. It's not like you're like, oh, well, you know what? He has like a little bruise. Like maybe he's falling. Like okay, maybe this person does have something against you, and it's not a legitimate claim. But this kid had like you. Bald yes. with he was like, shot with a BB, BB gun, gun multiple times hair ripped out like bru- like legit big bruises. bruises like how you have physical like you can physically see this abuse and there's no explanation yeah like you after okay the first the first like the first injury or whatever you could explain away mm-hmm. like whatever yeah but when there's multiple injuries and you keep going and you see all oh, this and this and this like at that point what even if you still need to investigate you need to remove the child from the care yes. for their safety while an investigation is being and conducted. how do you exactly. interview a kid in front of the person yes you're not supposed to do that no he he's legit telling you what is happening and you're gonna be like okay well your mom's abusing you tell me how and she's sitting right there like right there no no person as an adult you probably wouldn't even admit it yeah like you expect an eight-year-old kid to yeah there's there's a reason why when you go to a doctor's office or a hospital, they wait till you're alone and ask you, do you feel safe in your home? Because, of course, if you have an abusive person living in your home, you're not going to say, yeah, I feel unsafe and abused in my home when the abuser is sitting right next to you. When I had when I had my DNC, they made me go back to the pre-op area by myself and I kept asking like can Jim come back can Jim come back can Jim? and the woman's like oh we just need to get your IV and ask you a few questions and like yeah. I'm sitting there crying I'm like I, I, I legit just want my husband and yeah. she had to like go and then she was like you know before we bring your husband like do you feel safe at home do you feel like you know this and that and I'm just like yes I feel completely fine like I just want my husband like but like yeah. she had like a, it was like five questions yeah. about like safety and like my care at home and I'm like no like I'm fine like you know but yeah. and then she's like okay then he can come back now like mm-hmm. she she had to run through that and I'm just and I was like 20 I was 30 29 like 30 if, like, any, if anything they should be asking Jim if he feels abused <laughs> exactly I mean Jim you are the abuser <laughs> The, the the stabbing might happen this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> He's on my last damn nerve. Oh, wait, I seen this thing, and it reminded me of Jim and Sandy. Oh, my God. So it has a guy and a police officer sitting at a table, and he was like, so when did you notice your wife was dead? And he wrote, the lovemaking was the same, but then the dishes started to pile up. <laughs> I mean, oh, you, there's not much action I can do in 30 seconds. 
Like, <laughs> too oh, <God>. Trump. <laughs> I mean, you, can, you just got to you just got to lay there. And you let him go for thirty, and then we're like, okay, I can move now. Like, what, what do you do? Oh, poor Jim. We love you, Jim. Nah. Sandy doesn't. Sandy doesn't. Sandy doesn't. She loves him enough. <laughs> she loves him enough. <laughs> Fucking love this kid for eleven years. I think I'm done. <laughs> you can't, I, I she's think... just like she's at that point. She's like, do I really feel like starting over? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's, too much it's, it's hard. It's hard to train someone. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mean, who wants to start I, over at this I, point? I can get a can get away with playing dead. <laughs> the dead fish. <laughs> Don't get swordfished. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get this shit over with. All right. <clears throat> oh God. I don't want so to go back Pearl to it. So Pearl has been diagnosed with severe mental issues, including depression developmental disability and possible possible personality disorder and PTSD. 2011, she took a cognitive ability test and scored in the third percentile in verbal comprehension, which is equivalent to a second grader. Clinical psychologist Deborah S. Miora, Miora, um, which is who they assigned to her during the trial, stated Fernandez is virtually unable to use thoughts to guide her behavior and control her emotional reactions. Now, after they found out that Tony was sentenced to death, Pearl decided to plead guilty on February 15, 2018 to her charges as part of a plea deal to avoid the death penalty. She was sentenced to life um, in prison without the possibility of parole. In court, she said, I want to say I'm sorry for what happened. I wished Gabriel was alive. Every day I wish I would have made better choices. She should have watched Bailey Sorian and made better choices. I tell and Harper all the, all the time when she's leaving for school, I'm like, make good choices. Make, make good choices. <laughs> and I'm sorry to my children and want them to know I love them. She was admitted to the Central California Women's Facility on June 21st, 2018. All right, so here's some karma. The judge who presided over the trials stated that he hoped both parents woke up in the middle of the night with images of what they had done. According to a former cellmate, Pearl would wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Good. The cellmate also said that Pearl would walk through um, the prison with her head held high with no remorse and would steal from other inmates. But Pearl would hide her crimes from the inmates. She would lie and say that she was in there for a DUI. But corrections officers would open up her doors and say things like, you sleep pretty well for someone who just killed their baby. Eventually, Word got around to the other inmates, and in women's prisons, they don't tolerate baby killers. So one night, while waiting in line for her dinner, Pearl was attacked. Multiple women jumped her. She was cut in the face with the top of a soup can um, about ten times. She was beaten with locks inside of socks by multiple women. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> socks and socks. 
an inmate said it was very bloody, bl very bloody, and there was blood all over the windows. Um, she was put in protective custody, um, and actually, I have the post that a former inmate put on Facebook after this all came out. This girl name is Isabella Garcia. So, all right, so this is, you figure this is Californian probably hood kind of talk, right? Yeah. I want people to know the same year I was in Chowchilla State Prison, Gabriel Fernandez's mom, Pearl, hit the yard. That bitch got cut up so bad with a tuna can top. Have hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the tuna. That's my tuna worst nightmare. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> what if they cut you with tuna can and then poured mayo in your cup? Oh. <laughs> that is her. She's gonna have that, nightmares. That is, about it she is gonna have nightmares. She's, she's gonna, gonna wake PTSD. up. She's gonna, she's gonna wake up. Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Had hot coffee. 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 Hot coffee poured on her face. Got spit on, jumped, slit, got for her tray. Okay, whatever that means. They that stole means her they tray. beat her up for her food. They beat her up for her, uh, for her tray. Okay. Yeah. They took her food. Uh, before the female CO popped her door, the CO tells her, "You sleep good for having killed your baby." That was the green light. The C the CO confirmed her charges. CO is corrections officer, by the way. Doors pop open. She got beat the fuck up. All her cellmates got her with their locks. It took a whole day to clean her butt off, blood off the chow hall floor. <laughs> her butt up. She PC'd up, which is uh, protective custody. Oh, yeah. It, so it takes the riot squad for her to get moved through the prison. Fuck that scumbag. Hope all those scars on her face remind her what a piece of shit she is. For real. God. I don't, to your I don't feel bad. I mean, yeah. she didn't have a great upbringing coming up but yeah. like i feel like in some ways if you can overcome that then like you should know better than yeah. to do it to somebody else but like so i don't feel bad one bit yeah so pearl filed a petition april 8th 2021 for a resentence but it was dismissed by la superior court judge george g lamelli who is who oversaw her case Supposedly, the L.A. County has changed training methods, including uh, training visits with more senior social workers and real-life training scenarios. But in 2018, another child was killed in a similar manner. Ten-year-old Anthony Avellos suffered head injuries and cigarette burns to his body. His uh, mother was reported multiple times for abusing and neglecting Anthony as well as her seven other children. Reports were made by teachers, administrators, and family members, and in this case as well, it was said he was abused because they believed that he was gay. What the now, fuck? yeah, and he was killed. This boy was killed, and literally, like it was at the end of the documentary. Yeah. Um, they look just like Pearl and Tony, mm -hmm. like the mother and the father who got arrested for this. Yeah. Um. So everything is covered in the Netflix docu-series, The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. So, it, like I said, it is pretty rough, especially in the beginning, because they do show his body. They play the 911 call. They have the nurse, like, accounting everything when it came in. Like, 
and like the first responders and stuff. So it is pretty rough, but you know. I just want to know how the freaking county knows that they found this boy and then yet they turn around okay, and do the south thing to another yeah. child. Again, yeah. <sighs> it is the sickest. So that's what I have for you for Pearl Fernandez. Ugh. Fuck you, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can't sleep now. I'm <laughs> No, yeah, you, she's going to be dreaming about tuna. Tuna, I know. I, I can't help but laugh at that. The bitch got caught up by a tuna can. Tuna can. Like, I'm just dying. Like, my worst nightmare. But good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he yeah. had to suffer. Like, oh, yeah, all that beauty she, she had. Deserved, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I don't, don't feel so bad for one bit. bit. Yeah. I hope. I hope. I, her, I hope her protective custody runs out. They put her back in Jen Pop, and she gets beat up again. Yeah. Oh, I hope the protective custody people beat her up. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel like we so. need to move on quick. Um, Let's play a game. You want oh, to play yeah. a game. I was gonna say, what do we do next? <laughs> the game. The game. All right. Game. <laughs> He wrote game. Okay. The time, mid 1990s. <gasps> My jam. Come on. <laughs> pump up the jam, jam. Pump it up while your feet are stumping. Oh. I, I don't even know if I. Uh, he. My background changed. Is that the last supper? It's it. Uh, <laughs> it's Jesus. Jesus, is that you? Oh, that is my room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's your room. It looks like a table. <laughs> How do you know what your room looks like? The night weed. <laughs> night weed. <laughs> that's what Brian, you were on. Brian goes, is Robin going to be up? Tell her not to hit her night weed too hard. <laughs> All right. Our Wait. location is New Mexico. And our target. Salinas? No. <laughs> I actually, I don't mind. New I, don't, shit. I don't mind this target. It's shit. David Parker Ray. Does anybody remember his, his, oh, his uh, name? Uh, 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 the, the toy box killer. Yes. 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 So I don't mind that because he was, oh, he's, he, a he's a fucking sick piece of shit too. Our scenario. David Parker Ray was the sadist, sadist, sex criminal known for his infamous toy box, a soundproof trial where he would kidnap, torture, sexually assault, and allegedly kill women. He would. Oh, if 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 we got locked in there with him, he'd be the one sexually assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> he wait wait. Who, I think it was Robin. He'll he'll get sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted. <laughs> He would use surgery. <laughs> Salt Bay. I'm missing this. Salt. The, the salt guy. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? I looked down for one minute and I look up and I'm so confused. I'm the only one sober right now. Uh-huh. All right. It's, the, it's that night weed. <laughs> He would use surgical equipment, shock therapy, saws, leg spreaders, and even his dog. Okay, I short mean, of I the mean, dog, I mean, everything. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I was like, I 
I was down until you said the dog. I mean, if the dog's just watching, I'm cool with that. That's fine. I am not into bestiality. I'm into everything else. It's interspecies erotica, bucko. Oh, God. Oh, that's just gross. For us, it's dogs. For Sandy, it's tuna. (laughs) I think I'll take the dog over the tuna. Just like uh, a little peanut butter off you. <laughs> That's how he's going to torture Sandy. Just smear tuna all over and let the dog lick it off. <laughs> In an alternate uh, universe, <laughs> you are one of the few uh, women who escape. Unlike uh, his normal vic- victims, you are looking for revenge. Uh, Our mission, torture David Parker Ray for as long as possible without letting anyone find out. He was known for holding his victims for months at a time in the trailer. You must do the same. You can kill if you want, or you can keep him drugged enough to remember nothing. Our weapons. (laughs) A serrated butt plug. Yes! Wait, what's a serrated what plug? That means like it's it's like jaggedy. Oh, jaggedy. Like, think of like, that's all. Yeah. Like think of like, like a serrated blade is not smooth. It's got the little. It's like okay. a bread like, like a bread cutter, but I was yes, just like a plug. Plug. just trying to make sure it wasn't like a butt plug that was sharp. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it could be sharp. It, is. it could be sharp. It is. Why would you put that in your butt? I I mean, it's your weapon, so you're gonna put it in his butt. We 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 could have made it serrated. We could have made a butt plug specifically for. You could have made a metal serrated butt plug. Yeah. Do do you understand? Okay. Okay. Actually, I think that's a pretty good weapon. That actually is a good weapon. Because we're always sticking stuff up people's yeah. butts, but this, this legit is a weapon. It's all going to be butt stuff this week. It is. <laughs> nah. All the weapons. Fish hooks. Oh. Okay. And like a defibrillator. Okay. So, birth order. Monica's first. Okay. Don't take my weapon. <clears throat> Ew. Right, so, Ew. <laughs> she wants the serrated butt plug. She doesn't I don't even know what serrated, it is. I don't want the serrated butt plug because I do not know what it is. <laughs> I'm not like knowledgeable in butt plugs, so I just don't. I'm just going to stay away from that. All right, let me school you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. You love shit in your ass, okay? Well, the rest of us don't. I mean, I just I just know what a butt plug is, and I know uh, what a serrated is. Yeah, I mean, is. I know. I know what where you put it it's a plug for your butt i got that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right so our goal is to torture him over a period of time yes yes you can kill if you want or you can just keep drugging him but you have to keep him alive for a period of time extended period of time yeah okay so i'm gonna take the fish hooks you didn't Um, steal my guy (laughs) So I'm going to take the fish hooks. What I'm going to do is I am going to put them all over his body and suspend him from the ceiling. Yes, that's what I would have done. With the fish hooks, yes. right? Yes. And now at this point, like, he's suspended in the air. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give him just enough drugs that I, I want him to remember, but just enough drugs just to kind of keep him weak so he can't try to struggle or anything like that, right? Okay. So, but I'm going to put all the fish hooks in, hang him from the ceiling. Um, I'm going to use, you know. No, what you need to get is one of those, like, tranquilizers where, like, they can't move, but they can still feel Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
that's yeah that's what i'll do so he still feels everything and then every night i'm gonna shove All just a ton of shit up his ass <laughs> Ooh, a pineapple i'm gonna bring a pineapple that's a good option yes right yeah so i'm gonna shove a pineapple up there one day well no i guess we gotta start we gotta start small Ooh, why go balls wait, to the wall no 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 wait a jalapeno pepper Oh, that would burn his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start little. We're going to start with a jalapeno pepper. Okay. Ooh, what's next? Ooh, ooh. So I'm growing cucumbers in my yard. And at a certain point, the cucumbers are spiky. So I'm going to take one of those. And, like, it's, like, hard spikes. So I'm going to take one of them spiky cucumbers. I'm going to shove that up there one night, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's already got a spicy ass. Now we got a cucumber up there. <laughs> Uh, all right, what's the next size? Ooh, ooh, all right. What would be after a cucumber? Let's let's think. Something a little bit. Not quite pineapple. We're not ready for the pineapple yet. And it's in a plant? Uh, that's too smooth, though. That would just easily go up there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> a freaking old, like, splintered broomstick. Ooh, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Um... Yeah, and then we'll get we'll get to the pineapple. It's like so excited, like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I was thinking like a, I, mean, I was literally like oh you could put like like a little hamster or something like you could oh Jerry oh, uh, the flagrant yes Jerry where are you Jerry or uh, mittens 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 mittens, yeah, mittens the mittens gerbil mittens is a gerbil oh so I'll, I'll shove the I'll shove the um, I'm gonna make a salad in his ass so we're gonna we're gonna shove the we're gonna shove the jalapeno up there, and then we're gonna shove the prickly cucumber. Ooh, prickly pears. Ooh, there's prickly pears. There's also ooh dragon fruit. Dragon fruit has those little things, and then a pineapple, and then we'll shove Jerry up there so we can have lunch, right? Yeah, there we go. And then maybe he'll eat through his intestines or whatever. So we're just gonna keep doing this, you know. Eventually, I don't know. Um, and then. Ooh, I'm going to take, like, that big, double, long-headed dildo, like that ginormous one that's, like, this long. I don't know. What's that, like, three feet long? It's huge, right? And I'm going to shove it in his mouth and, like, down his throat so that way he can't breathe. And then he'll eventually choke to death on it. After after Mittens eats his salad out of his butthole. There you go. So that's it. So that happened. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of butt stuff. Yeah. A lot of butt stuff. A lot of butt stuff. Alright, who's next? You. You. Yeah, okay. Ba-boom. I take the defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna like... So like he's gonna... I escaped, right? And mm-hmm. so... He doesn't know that I'm, like, coming back for him, right? So I'm going to wait until he's, like, going into the woods, like, trying to, you know, get to the trailer or whatever. I don't know where the fuck this trailer's located. Oh, uh, I assume in the woods. Um, And I'm going to, like, come up and sneak up house. behind him. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I'm going to, like, come into the backyard, like, crouch behind a tree or something, like, hidden crouching tiger hidden dragon something and like come out like a ninja and chloroform him 
right? And I'm going to drag his ass into the freaking trailer. But I'm going to hook the trailer up and drive the hell away because I don't want to be at this weirdo's house. I'm going to, like, drive into, like, nowhere land. No one ain't going to ever find us. He ain't going nobody going to hear him scream, even if the dang trailer's open. <clears throat> so I'm going to, like, tie him up, like, real good, you know, and get him. And then what I'm going to do is, like, torture him, you know, just, like, slow torture over time. Like, some stuff like waterboarding, you know, just escalate as time goes on. And then um, I'm going to, like, kill him with the defibrillator and then bring him back to life and, like, do Ooh, that you over could, you and could, over and over again. You could shock his nuts. I shall shock his nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Monica's like a kid in the freaking candy store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nut shocking. He's nuts. Getting shocked. So yeah, basically I'm just gonna like keep killing him and bring him back to life like over a month. You know what I mean? And do other forms of torture. Maybe like cut him a little bit, pour some lemon juice in that motherfucker. I think I might at some point, you know cut his balls off or his dick off and shove it up his ass. I have oh, that in my put, plan. I put, no, I, I put have a... it in my plan. I'll... <laughs> don't, don't, don't steal any more of my ideas. I should have put a lemon up his butt too. Oh, that would have burned. That would have burned. <laughs> burned so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just basically like keep killing him, bring him back, kill him, bring him back to life. And then like eventually I'll just like feel like I know. I don't think I would kill him with the defibrillator. I think I would like slow torture, maybe like let him slowly bleed out or something. Which would probably be about the time that I cut off his dick and his balls. I'll just let him bleed out at that point. That's end game. And then uh, I'll just drive his trailer back to his house and dump him. And then get out of I there mean, like the ninja I am. I mean, you're in New Mexico, so it's like desert. True. They so could just drive it somewhere and drop it off in the desert. Mm-hmm. Sure. I could just build a big old hole. Put you some could. sand on top of it. Yep. Side note. Um, is it just me? I think I heard this before on Preston and Steve about there's this thing about like people shove ginger up their butthole. They do? I think so. Yeah. Why? What's I don't the, know why I thought we were Because we were talking about shoving stuff up butts. Hold on. Yes, I need to know. Is there a Ginger. medical reason for this? Up butthole. <laughs> Google. <laughs> I Alexa! Oh, wait. Figging! It's called figging. Figging. Okay. Figging. F-I-G-G-I-N-G. And what's the Putting point of Putting ginger this? in your butt. The ginger is intended for your ass... As a finger will be peeled and carved. Huh. Wait, what? You peel a knob of ginger and pop it into your butthole. So rather than trying someone to rack, you, you reach for the spice rack. <laughs> so what's the, I'm, I'm losing the point of the ginger. <laughs> Hold on. Is it's it a just... BD, it's a, apparently it's a BDSM kink thing it says. Oh, it's like just for ginger, shits and giggles. Ginger's fitting, ginger figging or putting spicy foods up your butt. Oh, okay, okay. Like I thought, I didn't know. I thought maybe like there Ooh. could be like some health. There, things. there, there is a uh, there's a diagram in case you don't know how to put ginger up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so are we supposed to peel the ginger first? Like you know, like you scrape it off so yeah. like straight ass ginger goes in your butt. Yeah. 
yeah i don't want to try this but thank you for allowing me this information oh oh so you can you can whittle a ginger butt plug (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) Robin, look. I see it. You can see it. I can't can't see you. (laughs) Because I'm looking at the ginger butt blog. (laughs) Yeah. Raw peeled ginger into the butthole. Ooh, some cases the vagina or the urethra. Oh. It's a beloved tool um, amongst dominatrix. Yep. It manifests a warm tingling and burning sensation. Why would you want your butthole to burn? that ebb and grow with time it it's described as a feeling like you're rubbing tiger bomb into your nether regions or swishing uh mouthwash into your most intimate of holes so there we go i just showered and i want to shower again (laughs) you feel so dirty i I do like like i don't want any of that in oh my god like it hurts just thinking about it so I, I had an incident when I was younger, right? So this was before phones and tablets. This was back in the day when you would sit on the toilet and you would grab a shampoo bottle or whatever and just read the back while you were taking a dump, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no books. You grabbed whatever you yeah. – I grabbed a thing of Icy Hot and I was reading – or no, it wasn't Icy Hot. It was <laughs> Ben Gay. It was Ben Gay. It was Ben Gay. And I was like, oh, and I opened it and I'm like, oh, this smells so yummy because it smells like winter mint, right? I turned it over. It was summer, so it was liquid, and it poured out and down oh, no. uh, onto oh, my no, lap no, no. and onto my crotch. <laughs> it gets hot. Yeah, and it then gets it really gets hot. cold. <laughs> and then it gets cold. And then I tried to wash it off. That didn't make it any better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, so I have icy hot my crotch before. <laughs> It's not fun. Yeah, it accidentally spilled on her crotch. Yeah, we'll it go did. with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> She's like, I just want to have fun this wink. tonight. I'm just <laughs> wink, wink. Ain't nobody I around. Also, I was also 10. Experimenting. <laughs> That's true. All right. So I got the one I wanted, which is the serrated butt plug. Butt plug. So I'm just going to sneak up on him while he's just, like, in his house, um, like, cooking breakfast. I'm bringing my own cast iron pan. I'm just going to pop him upside his head. And in his... Of all things, a cast iron pan? Yeah, them shits are fucking heavy. They are, they are heavy, heavy as fuck. Yes. You yeah. kill someone with those motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm knock him at... Knock, knock him, him up good. Knock him up good. Knock him up hard. Knock him up hard. That's it. Knock him up hard. So... I don't know if you remember, but his chair in the toy box was like the gynecological chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be tied to that. And I'm just going to slow torture him in the beginning. Um, Just maybe some shock, just some little nicks, some beatings. Um, I want to inject like different poisoned into his veins just to kind of burn him inside a tiny bit um and then when it's getting close to the end i'm just gonna do like various forms of torture um maybe cut off like a finger or two then i'm gonna start cutting off downstairs so first what i'm gonna do is i want to inject his balls with like a chemical that's just gonna like 
burn it fucking like there's no tomorrow. So maybe just like a bunch of bleach and detergents and just like household CLR. Just like mix all that up and just inject it in. So then he's going to feel like his balls are on fire. And then I'm going to cut off his dick, but I'm going to sew it back up. So he does, so his dick's cut off, but just a little. The hole. The hole is, so he doesn't bleed out because I still want to keep him alive. And then, you know. Ooh, ooh, burn it, burn it, cauterize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. That's there easy. And What's your cast iron girl? Yeah. Yes! Well, I'll cut off his ball. I'm, Bringing it around, Robin. I'm, I'm doing everything in like, you know, like, you know, I cut his dick off a few days later. I'll do something else. I don't want to do it all at once. I need to drag this out. Oh, yeah. burn. Gotcha. So then, so then I'll cut off his balls and I'll quarterize it with my cast iron pan. And we're in New Mexico. It's fucking hot. I could just put that cast iron pan in the That's sun true. and then just That's put true. it right on. You so, could cook an egg. Ooh, see if we can cook his balls. There we go. <laughs> put, a little, put a little butter. Ooh, and then make ooh, him eat it. it. Make him eat it. Make him eat it. <laughs> Starve him and be like, here, I have this. Sweaty balls. There we go. <laughs> balls for you. Sauteed balls. So at my end game is going to be when I finally have just tortured him enough. I'm going to actually have a progression of different size serrated butt plugs. So first I'm just going to, you know. Yeah, you got to start small. You can't start big. Yeah. And then. You stretch it. He's going to be like. I'm sure he didn't ah. allow the girls he raped to start that's small. true well i mean that's maybe it, well, it never got big I don't but know. it was serrated, I, serrated. I so he's getting so. cut up and i'm twisting these inside like i don't give a fuck like we're he's throwing like, it do, in do, and we're... so eventually we're gonna have a like monster mountain like let's say like a 16 inch or serrated so then i'm gonna make him sit up I'm going to tie his hands above the ceiling and I'm going to suspend him and I'm going to put it there and I'm going to tape his butt cheeks open and then I'm going to cut the suspension so he just drops right onto the serrated butt plug but it's huge and he's just ripped all inside Yeah, and he just dies sitting up just like that but he has no dick he has no balls. He has, like, no fingers. He has no tongue. He has balls in his mouth. You know, he has shit in his veins. And he just... Dead. I dig it. Somebody, dig it. Somebody's angry this evening. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to just listen to that case, you need to take some aggression out on somebody. Um, That's it. Well, they were some good... Well, yeah. uh, we all weapons. killed them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nobody wants to keep yeah. him fucking alive. I'm hungry. Where's our last meal? I'm getting it, yo. Oh, shit. Hold on. Gotta find it again. It went goodbye. Well, you, you said your, your last meal tonight was going to be your husband. <laughs> your husband's last meal. My husband's last meal. Because this motherfucker... He does my screen names every week for me, so I don't have to do them, because it changes every week, and this week he wrote, dis fat bitch. <laughs> so he's going to feel this dis fat bitch when I kick his ass. 
<laughs> up and downtown. And his last meal is going to be some fucking grandma's chicken and rice bacon and biscuit. <laughs> Motherfucker. Anyway, but we'll talk about someone else. <laughs> so this is in Europe. And the guy's name, I may say this wrong, is Peter Curtin. What's the U with the two dots? How do you pronounce that? Oh, that's like Swedish. Yeah. Well, Germany. Yeah, or German, yeah. Cotton. Gosh, cotton. Just say it really angrily. Say, yeah, say it angry. That's it. Peter Cotton. Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he was from Germany. He was a serial killer and rapist. And he was put to death in 1931. Hmm. So what Very do you beginning. think? How are we killing people in 1931? Uh, what? Well, yeah, this is Europe, right? Yeah, 1931. Hmm. It could be the guillotine. It is the guillotine. Yeah. Oh. He was decapitated. Depacitated. <laughs> anyway. So his last meal, there's a reason I chose this, just so I could say this. His last meal was a wiener schnitzel. Was it spotted schnitzel. dick? What is it? A wiener schnitzel. A wiener schnitzel. I thought it was going to be tuna. <laughs> Why would I want to say tuna? Because we were talking about tuna a lot. No, if it has to do with wieners, I want to say it. So wiener schnitzel, fried potatoes, and a bottle of white wine. He requested a second helping, and he received it. I but would eat that. Off with his head. Um, so I don't have either of you had German food before. Yeah, I've never had you, a wiener schnitzel. Have you gone to Otto's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a place called Otto's Brawl House. It's uh, it's not far from us. It's no. only like six eleven. Um, they have wiener schnitzel, spatzel, Schweinstein. It's all very good. There was a place in Texas that did that. I think it was called something like ridiculous, like wiener schnitzels, but. <laughs> I actually, I, no, no, I Wiener, never ate there though. Wiener schnitzel is not, it's, I don't, I, it's, it's okay. Is it a hot Spats? dog? It's like no, a, no, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a beef, um, like a veal. Like a sausage? I don't know. I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. There's, um, so, isn't it just like a sausage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sausage. Daddy, I gotta sausage? find the name. Hold on. I get, when I go, it's, I get this thing. It's called the Schweinstein. It's like a, it's like beef and mushrooms and like a gravy over spatzel, which is like their little tiny, like little spirally pasta. Oh, is that what spatzel is? It's pasta? Spatzel, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah, see, I don't really know German food, so I don't know. Lauren had, I can't, I'm trying to find the thing. Lauren had her rehearsal dinner at a German restaurant. It's down by five points. Um, but their food was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm right. So, Wiener, uh, um, Wiener Schnitzel is more, like, it's not a sausage, um, which is what I always used to think until I went to the German place. It's like a flat piece of meat, mm -hmm. like a veal kind of thing, and it's breaded and fried. It doesn't have much of a taste to it. Oh, well, why would I want to eat that? That's, that's why I was like, mm. But there's different, um, there are different type of sausages that they have that are very good. I want all the sausage. Like, can and you keep... give me a sausage, like, smorgasbord of just, like, all the sausages? I think they have, like, different, yeah, they, they actually do. At, at Otto's, they have, like, um, there's I mean. a tray that has, like, three different types of sausage on it. And you have spetzel on the side. I want, I want all of it. 
There's only one kind of sausage I'm interested in. <laughs> Big tonight. ones. Big. Not tonight. Big sausage. <laughs> the bigger, the better. Yeah. All I can think of is beer fest. I always sleep a bit, little bit better with a little bit of sausage. sausage in me. Jimmy. <laughs> that movie is so. The grandma makes that, that fucking movie. Clara Sleekman. All right. That was good. All righty. So, thanks for listening to Murder Maidens. We can be reached <laughs> at the Murder Maidens 13 at gmail.com. You can also find us by searching Murder Maidens on Facebook and Instagram or t- on Twitter at Maidens Murder and on MurderMaidens.com. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, or our website. Please give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and drop us a comment. Until next time, don't get murdered. Don't murder anyone. And don't do anything we wouldn't do.